What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another episode of Got Faded Japan. I'm your host, Johnny, and unfortunately, Tom is not here. Tom, sayonara, but well, he'll be back actually tomorrow when we do the next episode. Faders Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And we do have booze, this is Japan, and the news is our good friend, DJ Operator. DJ Operator is going to introduce himself after I tell you that this is episode number 369. 69, dude. Now that's an old joke. Whoever got that one, cheers, motherfuckers. Yo, um, I, I, should I call you operator? DJ uh, operator? Simon, Simon's all right. Simon's okay? Yeah. <laughs> Usually people don't use their real name on this show. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just joking. Dude, Simon, fucking, dude. What's give up, me, man? Dude, give me some love right here, cheers, man. Dude. Cheers, dude. What are you drinking right there? Uh, Just a whiskey. A little bit of ginger ale. Ginger ale? Dude, wait, wait. wait you're from, like, England. Shouldn't it be yeah. scotch? Uh, sometimes I drink scotch. Sometimes? Yeah. Not this time. Not Bummer. This time. Uh, no, I like bourbon and ginger ale. Bourbon and ginger ale. Oh, man. Yeah. This is... In Wait. England, we call that a whiskey American. A whiskey American? A whiskey American. I thought you called it a whiskey yank. <laughs> Maybe. Depending on where you're from. <laughs> a whiskey yank in your eye. <laughs> Here's mud in your eye. Um... Simon, I've known you for fucking ages, man. I've known yeah. you for, what, 10? No, not 10 years. No, maybe. like maybe five, the five years I've been here. Yes, yeah, so you've been here for five years. It will be five years in April when I leave. Five years since it, So did you, you came in April? Came and you in, leave April, in April. I'm going to leave in April, yeah. Did you plan that out? Uh, no, it's just the way it's. My birthday's in April, which is kind of one of the reasons how I got here. Really? I, on my birthday, yeah, it has to do with the visa I got. Okay. How I got the visa. Okay, so the name of this episode is Death of a Giant. <laughs> and and you are a giant here in Tokyo for multiple different reasons and purposes, yeah. six right? Foot, six foot three. Six foot, you look six foot 100, four. 190. You've lost in, a lot of weight recently, actually. Yeah, mm. I've been, uh, I've incorporated walking or cycling to work. Really? How yeah. far does your work from here? Well, I work in Fuchu. So from Ikebukuro Road to Fuchu is 30 kilometers. So I normally do 60 kilometers a day bike ride. 60, shit. For the last week, I've just been walking to Shinjuku and then getting the train from there. So that's still five there, five back. So that's 10K walk, Jesus walks Jesus Christ. Well, I guess... Like, it's a good way to do get your exercise in. Then I don't have to exercise, you know? Yeah. If it's just getting to work... I don't have to then go to a gym. I've already done my workout in the morning and afternoon. You know, if you wake up early enough, you could do that in Tokyo. Yeah. Depending on like where you work, I guess. But yeah, that's pretty good. You know, there's a lot of hills and stuff. You get that up uphill core yeah. cardio and shit. That's pretty good. Um, so you've been here for five years. Five years a giant in Tokyo. Now you're a giant for multiple different reasons. I mean, you're you're a DJ. You're you've known everybody here. I mean, everybody I know knows Simon. Like, oh, you know Simon? I get that quite often, right? Okay. Or enough. they say, do you know the operator? You know, right. one or the other. <laughs> so, all right. How did I meet you? Do you remember? Because I, met I don't. I you through our good friend, you, Kidding. Oh, Kidding. And it was when I started up the terraforming drum and bass night. Mm -hmm. Kidding told me, oh, yeah, my friend Johnny's going to be coming down. He's going to be doing a live paint. I'm like, awesome. That sounds great. Cool. And that's so that's how I met you. And you started terraforming. How did you start terraforming? I mean, how do you, how does one? Okay, first off, how did you come to Japan? Okay, so I the first came that? to Japan over ten years ago. Yeah, on holiday. I was here for a month. That means vacation. With my friend Rob, before we went off uh, to before we went off to New Zealand, uh, New Zealand, Australia. So we came for a month here, and then we flew to Australia. Uh huh. And then, unfortunately. And a tragedy, my father died when I was in Australia, like oh, about shit, seven dude, months later. That's all right, man. And so I, I went home. Uh, and at the time, I, well, I, as I still am now, I'm a big combat sports fan. So this was about the time when Pride, this was 2007, last Pride was 2007. So uh, the final ever production by Dream Stage Entertainment, which was the, the company that that uh, ran Pride. They did a one-off uh, New Year's event, like a, a final New Year's event with uh, Fedor. And so I came out for that. My friend managed to buy me a ticket and I had to meet someone out here to, to get the ticket to that. And then I kind of just made it a habit to come back here on Christmas and New Year's because I didn't really want to be around uh, people in uh, festive period in London. 
Yeah. Because it was like kind of a bit of a dark time for me. Yeah. Just not having, you know, dad not being there and stuff. So I, I made a habit of coming out here, and that's when I met um, our good friend Tack. Oh, Tack. And that's how I met Kidding, and that's how I met you. So it was through, it was kind of all through all those people that that's how I met you. Because I met Tack, and then I met Tai, tai Chi. Uh, and then the onion and rebels. And so, yeah, and it was because of them that I moved out here. Because I kept coming out here, like, for the holiday period. And then I was just like, you know what, why don't I just uh, come out here? So I finished my uh, culinary uh, diploma. And then literally flew the day after my final exams. And I got here the two days before my birthday. Because I applied for my working holiday visa the day before my 31st birthday, I think. You can get it up until you're 31. Uh -huh. So I applied for it the day before my 31st birthday. So my vi the visa was literally from, and they gave me an extra two days. So it was like from the 23rd or 22nd or something like that. My birthday is 22nd. I remember, like, I remember when I met you, you were working at a small but like high-end like little restaurant. In yeah, Hanjuku. I ran a little Italian, Italian wine bar in uh, Jingamai. Yeah, that's right. And so I... The reason why I started terraforming was because that was right by Bonobos. So I lived in between Bonobos and my little and the little um, Italian bar. Bonobos are fantastic oh, place. Uh, so we, I was in Bonobos pretty much every night after work. Got chatting to the guy in there, and he was just like, "Well, yeah, why don't you just put on your own night here?" I was like, "Awesome!" And that's why we started terraforming. Awesome, that's great. With, uh, with Luke, because I was living with Luke at the time. That's how you know Luke. Because I moved in to the share house when Luke was there. Okay, and, then, and Luke is actually the bassist and keyboardist of the band Entrada. That was on the, the radio show that I did for uh, Got Fitted Japan two episodes ago. Oh, 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 really? They were on there? Oh, yeah, that's right. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the thing, yeah. Yeah, that nice. was pretty awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, he's the one that... He's in charge of the bass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a DJ. Yeah, so, yeah, Luke and I started terraforming, and that's how we all met. All good. And so, and so you're here, you're working at a restaurant, yeah. and then you're starting, you, 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 how long have you been DJing, by the way? To be honest, like, I bought my dicks in 2000, but I never, I was never a DJ in London. I DJed a couple of mates' parties. We call that a bedroom DJ. Yeah, it was just like a, you know, a hobby, I, I just mixed, I was just at home, just, I bought the music, because that was how you bought it, you bought it on vinyl back in the day. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, I remember that shit in the 90s. Yeah, so... And then when it came out here, when I came here, it was mm -hmm. kind of just like, you know, I guess like being a, a, a dude from London who's into drum and bass, that, that's got quite a lot of stock. Uh, yeah, to say the least. Like, oh, you're from London, you know drum and bass. And it's like, oh, well, step this way, sir. Yeah. So we just asked. And then we moved from Bonobos to Ruby Room in Shibuya. Why? Because I think we were in there one night and we thought this is a pretty decent place to run a party. And we, Luke... I remember spoke to Akiko, the manager, and I think it was like, yeah, we're, we're dudes from England, like drum and bass, and she was like, oh, awesome, sweet, yeah, you can put a night on here. So mm -hmm. that was that. Cool. Yeah. But what about Bonobo? Did you feel bad about leaving Bonobo? Because Bonobo's, Bonobo is one of those golden gems. It's a diamond. It's an awesome little place. Yeah. Have you, have you talked about Bonobo's on your podcast before? Um, you know what? It's so good I tried not to, oh. but no, Bonobo is like, when you, all right, Bonobo's in Harajuku, B-O-N-O-B-O, -O -O, you can Google well, it's, it. It's in Jingumai, which is where? It's Harajuku. It's yeah, like, but oh, it's, it's like, the next the street is, over. Yeah, but it's it's in a resident, Jingumai is the residential part of Harajuku. But it's surrounded by a lot of cool, like, skateboard mm. bars and, like, yeah, like cool yeah, yeah. shops Yeah, but it's not shit. in, like, the shopping Harajuku bit. It's yeah. in a residential area. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. right a step away from, like, mm. all the crazy shit. But it's so cool because when you walk past there, you'll never know that there's an underground club there yeah. because the whole front is, like, this old-timey uh, sake bar with a secret door that leads to the club where the decks are, then they got another yeah. bar there, and then they got this upstairs, and then an up so, upstairs. There's, there's a whole lot, because the front... Yeah, when you walk in, there's the little the sake bar. But yeah. at the very front, there's the whiskey bar. Yeah. And then there's the... Then don't you remember? There's the other tiny little side bar. Yeah, there's on the three other bars. Side. Actually, so there's three bars on the front. And you know then the, you go do in... Do you know about the fourth bar? Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, 
if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. So you've been in Tokyo for five years. It will be five in it. Come April. It will be five. Yeah. You've been DJing, you've been organizing events. Hmm. What, have you done anything else? I mean, I know you have, but... <laughs> uh, what else have I done here? Yeah, just that and been having a good time. For example, what do you do for a good time? Uh, finding good places to eat. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of places to eat in Tokyo. So you are a chef. Mm. And you've got it, but you don't cook right now. No, well, the point was, is when I, I graduated culinary school and I came straight here, and in order to get like a trade skills visa, yeah, they're kind of they're kind of picky about it. And I, I could have got it, but I'd have had to have left uh, Japan mm-hmm. and come back. And that's kind of difficult once you've already left, like to come back. And so I was here and I just thought, you know what, I'll. Uh, I'll just take a, a shitty uh, English teaching job. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, well, depending on which way you look at it, they gave me a three-year visa straight away. Yeah. And so that kind of forced me, well, I didn't, but I ended up doing that for the last three years. So, yeah, that kind of chose my path for me, I guess. If you could cook in Japan, would you? Because I think cooking in Japan is a lot more intense. It's like Gordon Ramsay, where like fucking the, he slaves you to the grind and shit. Like the, you seen the the movie? Uh, was it Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Yeah. But like, I mean, once you start working in a restaurant, your life is a restaurant. Well, that's Fuck. that's the same anywhere else, though. It's, is it really? Yeah, for any chef, it doesn't matter where you are. What about McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I, yeah, not chefs. So. But uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm leaving. Is because I want to go back to doing my cooking and setting up my own thing. I don't really fancy doing it in Tokyo, to be honest. Do you think most people that come to Japan wind up like teaching English? Uh, like skilled well, I people. I think pretty much almost everyone. Yeah, English. and if they don't do that, then they go on to being in recruitment. So either way you look at it, nobody has respect for your job. Yeah. And what you do. <laughs> You're despised by society. Pretty much. <laughs> and sometimes you make more money than anybody. <laughs> That's probably why you're despised even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Nobody respects your job anyway, but the fact that you, are, you, can, you, can, you have the potential to earn decent money means that, yeah, you're respected even less. Oh, Jesus. All right. But uh, do you think a lot of people come here in your kind of a situation? I mean, dude, I've oh, had your, I've had your food. I was here. I was in this apartment. We're actually at Operator's apartment and stuff. I was here last Christmas with oh, Mr. Yeah. Y and shit. And you guys had like the best Christmas dinner I've had in years. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Bit of roast go- chicken and gravy. Yeah, yeah it was everything. I suppose that's difficult to get in Japan, isn't it? You don't see it very often. You got to pay for it. Mm. You got to pay with your soul, a little bit of blood. <laughs> if you're lucky, you don't have to give any semen. That's kind of weird. But I mean, you got to give a lot to get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's available somewhere. But yeah. um, I mean, everything is in Tokyo. But I mean, no, no, you're an amazing cook. I mean, you're phenomenal. And when you fucking cook and shit, I mean. All right, some people say they know how to cook, but you actually do know how to cook. Yeah, well, I cooked all my life. I didn't learn to cook at chef school. I only learned to be a chef at chef school. I was cooked all my life, so. Yeah, well, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Most people do cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't cook. Oh, yeah, fair you know? Fair. And so, I mean, the thing is, like, do you think a lot of people that come to Japan wind up, I mean, they're skilled people. They well, know how to do I something think, and they just yeah, kind of I follow think, the English teaching. Pretty much people who come to Japan, they do it via the, the ALT teaching gig. Do you think it's easy? I mean, I know these or, answers, or, but I'm going to get your or opinion. Or working in an ikaiwa. In, in an ikaiwa. What's an ikaiwa? Ikaiwa is just like a private um, English teaching. More like conversational stuff. Okay. Do you think people that have skills, like let's say, I mean, Carpentry, cooking, 
uh, I don't know, it could be any kind of a skill, like mm. somebody that knows how to like make like jackets or make bags sure. with leather and stuff, you know? Do you think they can come here, do you think it's easy for them to come here with one visa as an English teaching visa and then break out into like another visa? Uh, it's sort of like doing their art form. It's, yeah, there's nothing to stop you from doing that. That's doable. Um, probably uh, if, yeah, if you, if you're, if you're, if you're not fluent in Japanese though, that's going to be the main thing that's going to prevent you from progressing I think that's definitely a setback no yeah. learning Japanese and Japanese is a tough language mm. I mean you... I've not done too well at it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak it I just can't read it right <laughs> my reading is like so elementary I've got like a third grade reading degree <laughs> and third grade means like like six years old right <laughs> I'm like C-A-T cat alright give me a star <laughs> well done all right, so you've been here, you've been here long enough, you want to go, move on. All right, what is the process to leave Japan? Because, I mean, we've interviewed tons of people who just came to Japan. Right. Tons of people are interested in coming to Japan. Okay. So coming to Japan, I think if people have been listening, if it has been listening to the show long enough, they know how to come to Japan and they know what to do and stuff. But what about leaving Japan? You're like, you know what? I've done it all. Yeah. I've done them all. I've done everything that this country has except for leave. And now it's my time to leave. What do I got to do? Oh. You How do you what? leave? Do you just fucking buy a ticket and you're like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Well, I mean, I've known people that have done that. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. in re due to recent events, I was going to say I'm going to Kaiser Sose it, but uh, oh, really? we don't want to give that guy any uh, any publicity. Old Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin right. Spacey. But my, my friend said this to me a couple of years ago. He goes, yeah, Simon, I, I, I anticipate you just putting a Kaiser Sose. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you meant like like rape little kids or something. <laughs> no, boys. that's definitely the reason. <laughs> they'll, they'll get you uh, out of the country pretty quick if you. Do you hear about the American guy? Oh, goddamn! Oh, the the one with the 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 girl he picked up in Rapongi. No, yeah, exactly. No, this guy's. Or we, oh, goddamn it! Our fucking last show and stuff that we had. Our fucking our equipment cut out and shit, right? So I, I lost like the last two stories because we read news stories in every episode, right? right? right. We're not doing it this time because you're at the news. Anyway, there's an American guy. We'll do it next episode, I'm sure. But this American guy, he's an English teacher, and like his 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 favorite thing to do in his free time was fuck like kids, right? And so I guess he got well, he was fucking sixteen year old girls. All right, it's but not he quite got a kid, but it still still shouldn't be doing it. But he got busted in Kansai for fucking like a fourteen year old. This is girl. what yeah, all right, okay, oh shit, I didn't know about that. I knew I knew he'd been. I, did he fuck that one though? I thought it was like he he had. This is, here's the thing though. Mm. You know, one of the newspapers here was talking about uh, because of the Olympics, they want they're going to be upping all the the amount of English teachers in the country. So they get the bottom of the barrel. Well, they but this the, one of the newspapers here was commenting on it like, well, you know, we're it's only going to encourage more shit like this. But it's like, no, if you'd just done a basic background check on the guy, you would have known <laughs> that he was uh, that he'd been in trouble. And that's that's the thing. These schools put this um, guy in a you know he's in a job where he's with children. No background check. Never checked his any records that he had or anything. Yeah, crazy. That's fucking insane. You you. I'm he assuming got I got a, a like a criminal check when I was working with the kids. So probably I probably yeah probably not. No, probably not at that's all. That's fucking insane. It is pretty insane. I, but the thing is. No, there is no thing. That is completely insane. Yeah, because this guy, he I think it was more than one previous incident. No, if he got busted for it once, he's done it a million times before. No, but I, no, but I, yeah, I'm sure he's done it a lot, but I'm think I think he had been in trouble a couple of times. No, he was. He was busted So like they, if they had looked up his records, they would have seen two or three incidents involved where this guy was involved with. Yeah, we did the story. Yeah, you put yeah, they put this guy in a you know, in a position with with children. No background check, that's just insane. That is insane. Well, I guess maybe the thing is they're like, well, you know what, he's gonna be in a room with somebody else. You no, know? but they don't but this is what's this is what's messed up. Cause this stuff happens all the time with Japanese teachers. Japanese teachers are always getting busted for fucking the students or fucking some of the fucking with the kids at the school. It happens a lot. And you know, none, of those, Japan, none right? of those are given a background check either. 
Nobody shit. gets a criminal background check when they go to work in schools here. Oh, okay. He was busted. Now, I'm checking this up right now. He's busted for molesting a 15-year-old junior high school girl from a pre- from the prefecture in violation of the same ordinance. So he fucked a 15-year-old girl, and then I'm sure he did it a couple other... I mean, of course, this isn't like a second incident, dude. No, no. I mean, fucking dog will hunt, right? Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> and this guy's a dog. Should be, he should be put down. So, I guess I guess we are doing the news on this show. Wow. Well, well, we've High it. five. There it is. But, yeah, but I, yeah, that's that's a piece of shit. Look at his picture, too. Look at this fucking douchebag. Look at this guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's got a cold sore? Oh, God. That's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> hey, baby. Jesus. Don't worry. You don't have to kiss me in the lips. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, I think every mugshot should have a cold sore. <laughs> it just makes the guy look so much more bad, you know? So worse. That's horrific. So... Wait, did you ever work? I mean, you've been working in the ALT system for I a while. Work, I work at a, a junior high and uh, an elementary school now. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever work with any douchebags like this? Not that I know of. Have you know of? I said not that I know of. Yeah, I know. work with a lot of douchebags, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> for fucking little kids, I wouldn't know. No. So, what do you got to do to get out without just? Buying, or not buying, but just, without just buying a plane ticket and taking off. That's pretty much, I get rid of my stuff. I've already started the process of uh, thinning the house out. Mm-hmm. Going through old clothes, uh, just old paperwork and stuff, clearing stuff out. Yeah, I think, um, I don't think there's much to leaving here. People people do just get up and vanish from here. No, people vanish all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's quite common, just boom. Half the time I think they're arrested. You know, because I mean, when the cops or, arrest you... Or there's the potential of them being arrested. I've heard stories where they're just like, oh yeah, we didn't see that guy again. Mm-hmm. He just left. Actually, I think a previous person that lived in this apartment mm-hmm. did, uh, did that. Got it, got into some, got arrested or something. And then was just, yeah, left the next day. Just so you got, got arrested. Got the, I think he got arrested and let back. But once you've been arrested, I think it might have been for drugs. So mm-hmm. like, I think once once the police know about that, they can just turn up at your apartment anytime. And uh, or and I think he just went boom. He was out, gone. He just got the first plane out of here. If that happens, can he come back? Well, I, I'm assuming not. But I mean, if he's been like arrested, but he hasn't gone to court, you know, they haven't charged him you uh, know, formally. Yeah, because an arrest isn't a, 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 that's not that's not on your record, is it? No, right. You can be arrested for you've be, anything. You've got to be charged. You got to be yeah, charged, yeah, yeah. and then you got to be held, and you got to right, go to court right, and stuff, right. and then they get on your record and shit. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm a bit skeptical about that. I I think that would definitely be uh, kept on record here. Well, you never know. I mean, you I'm, know, I'm sure that if you uh, have been arrested by police here, that that stays on some kind of record. Do you know how many people come to Japan and get in trouble? Like mm. foreigners? How many foreigners do you know that have been busted by the cops for one thing or another? I've known people that have been to jail here. Yeah. Twice. Two times, right? <laughs> for what kind of things? Uh, one was attempted murder. One <laughs> attempted murder. Now, I want to hear that story. Uh, All right, you can change his name to... Well, a good friend of mine that's All right, not... let's call him that's, Tom. Let's call him not, Tom. That's not around anymore. Mm. But, uh... Uh, yeah, somebody, uh, started on his, uh, friend in a, in a, in a pub, in a well-known part of town, and, yeah, he, he, he went back to his home country on a, on an amb- on a stretcher and an IV. No yeah, shit. and so, uh... If we're thinking about the same guy, the guy that did that was a pretty big guy. Was a pretty big guy, yeah. Pretty big guy, so he yeah. basically put this guy in a coma. A trained guy as well. A trained guy. Someone who was, who knew... Exactly how to put someone on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are good friends and uh, bad the, enemies. The, the, the way it works here, though, is you can go to jail here without any charges. They can keep you up to, like, three months. And that's what happened to him. Three months. I, I know they can hold you for 20, was it 24 days for questioning, yeah. but they can rearrest so basically, you. basically, I think the situation with him was like, look, we know you were defending your friend, and so that's okay, but... You did fuck this guy up pretty bad, so that's what's gonna happen. And he had a kid, uh, so that's how he got to stay here. Otherwise, he would have been out. No shit. Yeah, he had a he had a he, he, he had, had an ace in the hole. He had a child, so that's that enabled him to to stay. And the the other time I think was like he messed up his visa. 
And so they went, look, you can basically leave the country and it'll take us three months to process this, or you can go to visa jail and play cards with a bunch of Filipinos uh, for a month. And he goes, yep, I'll take that. And so he just, <laughs> went, he just went in there. But I think it was dice and cards with, 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 with a bunch of Filipinos. And so he sat in visa jail for a month and they processed it. Why are there so many Filipinos in jail? Uh, well, it's not jail. It's, it's like visa jail. It's kind of like a processing, uh, you're confined to, it's not prison, but mm. it, you're not getting out. You it's the place stay. in Shinagawa, right? I, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's the same place where the immigration office is. It probably makes sense that it would be down there, mm-hmm. now that you mention it, yeah. You know, I, I know one guy that got held up there and shit for... Well, that's the thing. You were saying, why, is it, why would there be so many Filipinos there? The only immigrants that Japan doesn't like are other Asians, basically. If you're foreign and you're not a, and you're I can't not comment on that. you're not Asian, all the laws that Japan puts in place to deal with foreigners are never like for for Americans or Europeans. It's always for other Asians. That's what about the, Russians? Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting your table. Russians, I, I can't comment. I don't know. You can't comment? No. I don't know. I've heard stories about Russians getting in trouble for minor things, but getting the full prosecution. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I guess maybe they don't like... Because Russians are kind of a close neighbor, if you think about yeah, Hokkaido. Well, the Japanese culture is is is, is, is come from Russia. Uh, Russia. Japan's history is a sh- shared from Russia and China and Mongolia, right? If you think about it, I mean, Imo Shochu is very similar to vodka. Even yeah. though I know it's sacrilegious to say it, but they're both spirits and they're yeah. both made of vodka or, uh, potatoes. Yeah. 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 And they both taste pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Well, the original, the, the native Japanese, the Ainu, are descend, they're descending from Caucasians. They've come over the, the top, haven't they? The, the native Japanese. We're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> the native Japanese, the Ainu. Mm. Yeah. They've come from up top. That's insane. Yeah, so The rest are all from China and Korea. Yeah, Japan's kind of interesting because it Japan is... Japan is a, is, a, is a mix. It's like, a, it's a mixture of Russian, Chinese, Korean, and Mongolian histories and cultures. Can you say that Japan is similar to America? Because America is like a, a combination of it's just similar Europeans. similar to, I don't know, it's right? similar to England though. What do you mean? No, they're both islands. Islands, similar flags. One's a red cross, one's a red dot. Both had imperial histories. Well, that's true, but I think I think the background of the culture and 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 and, the genetic background. Yeah, yeah. Well, if as an Englishman, I'm a Danish Anglo-Saxon, right? That means I'm part Viking, part Celtic, part part French, uh, and part um, uh, German. Saxons, right? Well, I, I, Japan's I the same way. Japan, Japan is a mix of, of of Russian, Chinese, and Korean, and Mongolian. All right. Now, if we if we take talk about it like this, I mean, every country is kind of like Japan then. Because if you're like Brazil, Brazil, I mean, possibly Romans were there at one point in time, and then you've got the Mexicans, the Colombians, the guys from Chile, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Well, I guess we're all just one no, people. Nobody's pure. <laughs> nobody's pure. <laughs> Fuck you, Hitler! <laughs> oh. mm. All right, so leaving Japan is pretty easy. I, I thought... I, I, well, I don't know. I haven't left yet. I'll tell you about it next year. <laughs> like, it was tough. The paperwork was outrageous. No, I think it's just get on a plane, and uh, I don't really have any intention of coming back here, so I don't. Really, there's not really a, a lot for me to wrap up. So you don't give a shit about, like, any of your taxes or I'm fucking, like, really like this apartment? Get... No, I don't think so. But you don't have to claim anything for England. Like, when you go to England, you get a job, or you start a business, you're like, well, you know, we researched you, and uh, we know that you didn't pay all these back taxes and this and that. I don't think anything's going to matter like that. There's going to be like... Hey, hey, if someone's listening to this, and they're like, oh, you are so wrong, then please, please contact Johnny and... and, and, I'm an international accountant, by the way. he'll pass it on to me. No, I won't. (laughs) Dude, I'm drinking, I'm drinking... Whiskey and beer at the same time. I'm double fisting and shit, dude. There's no way I can remember this. But, so you're just going to sell your shit, buy a plane ticket, and fuck off. Yeah. And just like, as soon as your job is finished, like, or... Well, that's it. My contract will finish in March, and that's why I'm just going to... I'm just waiting to, to the end of the contract, and then I'm gone. Because my visa finishes in, in July, but I don't want to wait around for three months. There's no point. So you're just going to fuck off. But yeah. what about, like, I mean, your job? Do you like your job? No. All right, cool. This is what you do. And I've always wanted to do this. Walk in 
and just look at everybody there and be like, all right, you're cool, you're cool, uh, well, no, no, fuck no. you, fuck you, fuck you, the, you're the cool, though, and I'm out. Yeah. The, I, the schools, the, the people are nice. Well, I guess you can't do that to the kids, Yeah, huh? but the company I work for and the, the people in charge who run that company are just terrible human beings. All right, well, let's talk about that then, all right? Mm. So you've got, you're working at an, a, was it ALT? An ALT dispatch company. Dispatch company. And this, whatever I say to uh, now is going to be this, if you ask anybody about working for an ALT dispatch company, they'll tell you exactly the same, if not worse. All right, cool. Yeah. Like... We don't really talk about English teaching. It's not really an interesting subject. It's really not. I know. <laughs> but, all right, all right, there's good company. Because we talked about headhunting. I interviewed uh, a guy named Tom and shit, a different Tom, of course. Right. And, um, yeah, so he talked about the ins and outs of, like, headhunting and stuff, you know. And, you know, we just really don't give a shit about English teaching. But, I mean, since you're leaving and stuff, you got a lot of dirt... Why not talk about some of the shitty... Well, you, I mean, you, you want me to, like, kind of w- w- warn people? Yeah, like... About somebody, who are thinking about coming here to do it? Dude, we have... Dude, we have hundreds of thousands of listeners. Okay. <laughs> so, sure. I mean, yeah. Right, I mean, just, I'm know? sure, like, a lot of people are fucking interested in shit. And I don't work in the industry, so... All right, what do you want to know? Actually, we should talk to Tom. Tom's a junior high school teacher, but he's always just talking about, like... Well, fucking, first, first of all, you're not a teacher. What, me? I know. No, 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 no. You're not a teacher. Unless you're actually teaching English in a in a university or in a private school you're not a teacher you're an assistant language teacher which is you're a glorified monkey you're the teacher's Ent- bitch yeah. right entertaining entertaining the kids and making a fool of yourself for the most part like how uh just you know simon say say this can you please you know repeat this can you just say this word you just you're uh what's the what's the uh your uh is it a dictaphone What's the, uh, what's the, uh, you know, just re- repeat, say and repeat. Uh, I don't know, say and repeat. Tape, tape player? A tape recorder? No, 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 not a recorder. It's like, yeah, you're, you're just, um, you're just there to say key phrases so they can hear the English pronunciation or to hear how it's supposed to be pronounced because the, the, the Japanese teachers can't possibly pronounce it properly. A magnaphone? A like megaphone. Something like a that. A syrophone. Something like I'm just that. making up words. I got phone in there somewhere. A yeah. telephone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So you're a glorified repeater. A, repeater. a repeatist. Yes, a repeatist. A repeatist. That's, uh, that's mostly the junior high. Elementary school, you probably get you. You're basically uh, just playing games. There's really not much teaching going on at all. That's why it's such a depressing job. Because you're there's, playing games, but there, yeah, but there's no satisfaction in it. Like in the if you're just in the elementary school, you're not actually teaching any English, and the the kids won't remember or take any, remember any of it. So even if you don't like your job, you know you'd like to think that you're doing something good or you know you're, beneficial. Yeah, you, you know there, there, there's the point to the work you're doing, and really there's really not much point to it at all. <laughs> You're just sitting there just talking shit, basically. No, I'm not. You ask anyone who does No, the not same you, thing. no, yeah. but as a teacher, as an ALT, you're right. just sitting there talking shit, right? Because yeah. yeah, none of the kids are listening, they don't really care. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. You know, it's something that you can do. I, my advice to anyone who's thinking of coming to Japan, and most probably that's what you're going to do when you come here. That's, that seems to be 99% of the way foreigners come to work and live in Japan. Is that they'd go through that being it being an ALT, an assistant language teacher. But can they- uh, it's something you can do for a year or two at the most. Anything after that, yeah, I don't think it's good for your soul. But financially, how is it? Not great. How much do you make a month? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. Well, I well my main job is a part time job. So if, if, if okay, if I work every, the four days every week, which four is, days. Hey yo, what's up baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. 
just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Which, yeah, I normally watch Tuesday to Friday. I'll pull in just about 200000 2000 bucks a month. Yeah, but then I work. Uh, then I work uh, other jobs. I also do the business English training. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's lucrative, mm-hmm. but it's difficult to get if you can do the the business English. The business English. All right. Well, all right so well, first off, two thousand bucks a month is a lot more than like a lot of Americans are making right now. I'm in Mich- I, when I went back to Michigan. People are fucking like like right, making ends but meet the, doing but shit. You, the, you, you're, your your living costs in Tokyo are huge. That's right. Well. Uh, then again, you're living in Ikebukuro. What are you spending your money on? <laughs> Dude, where the fuck? Uh, I'm going to say Ikebukuro is a very nice place. It's very interesting. There's a lot of girls with scabs on their legs, especially around their kneecaps. Um, <laughs> working girls. Working, working they're girls. working hard for oh, the money. Ikebukuro is Ikebukuro's full of interesting. Girls. That's, yeah. yeah. Especially I, I, this side. This side, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I'm like, man, these girls got short skirts and scabs on their kneecaps. That's yeah. interesting. Everywhere. First, I thought I was like in Walking Dead. <laughs> I was like, zombie! Oh, now it's only in their kneecaps. But, um, so, but I mean, what are you spending your money on? If you're paying Okay, rent- well, okay, I'll, 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 you know, like, um, for people who haven't been, that I'm, I'm, this is about Tokyo. Okay. okay. It's, it's important to remember this because I was a bit apprehensive about doing this uh, podcast with you because I didn't want it to be an hour of me moaning. I'm I'm bribing you with your own whiskey, by the way. I'm like, hey, Simon, I know you don't want to drink, but... I think it's important just to point out that this is about Tokyo and not Japan. So please, I don't don't want it to seem like um, this is negative stuff about Japan. This is about Tokyo. But I'd say this. Tokyo, um, I don't know. Where I'm from in London, it's quite normal to be, you know, uh, being at home. Like, being sociable with people at home. Like having home parties, like people right. come over to your place, you drink. Yeah, and, in Tokyo, like right now. Yeah, right, like right now. Okay. In Tokyo, it's it's not common. I'll put it like that. Now, there's a number of reasons for that. A lot of the time, I mean, this is not a bad size apartment, right? For Tokyo standards. For Tokyo yeah, standards, is, dude, this, you can this, fit this, like this three huge. families here. Yeah, yeah, but for your average person, they live in a shoebox mm-hmm. uh, with no kitchen, or if they're lucky, they've got a hob mm-hmm. to to cook with and. It's really not not suitable to be having uh, people around your house, and uh, so a lot of the time, if you want to if you want to be socializing, uh, it's outside of the house, which is therefore as expensive. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you're out drinking in bars and restaurants, that's an expense. It's m- way more expensive than drinking at home and cooking for yourself. But there's so many cheap places to drink in Tokyo. Sure, but it's still you're drinking out. Yeah, you got a point. Any a cheap bar is always going to be more expensive than buying a few cans from the the store and being at home. You're absolutely correct. Or like two bottles of wine, yeah. or a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, liquor's very cheap here. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. I'm drinking every single night. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? Yeah. Beer, beer is expensive, but the spirit is insanely cheap in Japan. Haposhi is fucking cheap, dude. This can right yeah, here cost me like 120 yen. Yeah, I know. I don't drink that stuff. <laughs> you don't? Dude, I do when I'm in a pinch, man. I'm in a pinch. Oh, yeah. it, dude, it's at the end, it's the beginning of November and shit, dude. I fucking already spent my money on fucking rent. So, uh, so okay, it's drinking, drinking is expensive. How about rent? All right, let's break this down. We're going to fucking learn about Japan. Right, how much do I, this, this place is 150. Uh, uh, actually, this is a pretty good deal. Oh, wait, 150 means... Thousand. 150,000, which basically in USD is $1,500. Yeah. But you share this with somebody I else. I share this. Now, there was three people in here before. Three? Well, this front room, obviously, the sliding doors can be um, can be a third room. So there used to be three people in here. But when my friend moved out, we decided, ah, I wouldn't mind just having an apartment. So we split the extra cost. <coughs> I pay a little bit more than my, my, my housemate because I get the bigger room. It is a nice room. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 150, and then you got bills. But uh, I'm quite fortunate because the landlord of this building, uh, she knows how to deal with foreigners. 
uh, I guess we should, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this, like coming fresh to Japan and going through the house, trying to get a house and stuff here is a, is a, is a minefield. I haven't talked it's... about this shit in maybe 200 episodes. <laughs> and so, I mean, there, every dude, every time we do this show, we got new people listening and stuff. Right, so, right. Okay, okay yeah. yeah. It's, Break it's this a, shit down. It's a nightmare trying to get yourself an apartment here. Why? Why? Uh, one, you're foreign. Yeah. It's bad. In fact, I'd just say it's because you're foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not to say that uh, Japanese people uh, don't go through the same. My ex went through uh, a lot of hassle trying to find an apartment here, but there's unnecessary expenses and unnecessary processes uh, that you have to uh, go through in order to get an apartment. One of the, the odd ones is a, a guarantor. What's a guarantor? A guarantor. So basically, it's just another way of getting money at you. So basically, you have to go to a guarantor company. The premise is that if you mess up or you leave or something, that guarantor covers the cost of your fuck up or you leaving. And you got to pay for that. So you've got to pay this guarantor company. Now, you get ones that say they're foreigner-friendly, uh, and they're completely not foreigner-friendly. And then if you find an apartment block that you like, which happened to me, then you have to go through this rigorous interview process uh, where they'll decide if they want to allow you to live in this apartment. And that's basically, if you're foreign, it's pretty much a no-no. A lot of places are like, they just won't deal with you if you're foreign. Yeah, that's Regardless true. of whether you speak Japanese or not, there's just no, no foreigners allowed. Yeah. Now, where I live, uh, in my apartment block, the landlord and her mother are really cool, and they know exactly how to deal with foreigners. Basically, I don't pay any key money here. What's key money? Key money is just, yep, yeah, another expense. It's basically, key money would just be a month's rent that you just pay for the privilege of living at the apartment. So like, thank you, money. Okay, so yeah, so say like, say you're, so, okay, example, 150,000 yen rent. A lot of places would require two months rent up front plus key money, which would be another. A, a, another month. So that's yeah. three. <laughs> then you've got to, then there'll be just be other stupid costs that they just make up uh, for you to pay. Then you've got guarantor you've money. You've got carpet. Yeah. We've got to charge you for that. Guarantor money. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. When you leave, they want to pay you. You've got to pay like a, a cleaning fee to have some old granny come around and sweep the floors. And that'd be probably another. Month rent. Or Simon, something. you've got light bulbs too. And every every and a lot of the places, if you sign a year's contract, you have to renew that contract. Guess what? That's key money. So you have to basically pay another rent, another month rent for no reason, just so you can stay at the apartment. What a lot of people do is they just move. They just well, why would I pay this money when I've got to pay this money to go somewhere else? I may as well just move and have the luxury of being in a a new new place to live. Did you ever live at a gaging house? Uh, uh, I lived in a share house when I was in junior high. That's how I met Lou. Yeah, so tell me, all right, tell us about, I know about this shit, but tell tell everybody about, like, your experience in the Gaijin house. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a, what's a, what's someone who steals? Kleptomaniac? Kleptomaniac? Yeah, we had this, uh, uh, Don't tell him about Luke, he's a good guy. <laughs> the, the sweet little Japanese girl that we found out was, uh, going into, going into our rooms and stealing, like, like, quite a lot of money. Oh, money. Yeah. She was yeah. stealing money. Money was just going missing. And then we all kind of, the, the other four people in the house kind of, kind of pieced it together. All right, just, there's five of us. Yeah. There's six <laughs> of us. And four of us are missing uh, money. <laughs> yeah. We had, there was a, there was a, another girl that lived in there who was a nutter who we ran in with. A nutter. She was a nutter. A nutter. A fucking crazy bitch. A crazy bitch. Yeah. So we had a run in with her about something separate to the money and then it kind right, of... So, wait, so these chicks are fucking insane. So, yeah. wait, one So, my crazy. friend Luke, like, his stuff was getting sabotaged. Like, so, somebody peed in my underwear. Well, and it wasn't me not this far time. off that, like, someone was fucking with his, his little food cupboard, like, smashing up his fruit and veg. So, one day we came back and we, we confronted this girl about it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't her, but then we kind of... That led us on to, well, if, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like I, I'm not smashing your fruit. I'm stealing your money. Yeah, we That's were like, the oh, other girl. We were like, oh, well, I'm just, we we're going to assume it was you that was taking the fucking money then. And then she was like, oh, well, hold up a minute. What? You, oh. had, you had money to- stolen. And we were like, huh. And then they were like, oh, shit. That's where my 10,000 went because I lost money. And I thought it was just me being drunk. And then, then I realized, oh, right, yeah. And we realized is when we were going down to the shower to take a shower, she was like running out into the wait she'd wait for us to be in the shower she'd hear the water go she'd run out jump in the room and back out 
that is an awesome idea. She's like, <laughs> Nobody goes back in the room while they're taking a shower. Right. Dude, she should write a book. She should be on the show. <laughs> she probably wasn't as the soon show. As, we, as soon as we tweaked, she left. She was gone. She did do a Kaiser so say. She vanished. Well, she had she everybody's was money. She, she was, was out, rich. She was She's like, I've been stealing your money for a fucking month, bitches. Yeah. Sweet <laughs> little Making girl. It rain. What's really weird about it was she was like, you know, a she stripper. would like, she would go, look, oh, I bought some oranges. You know, you, you're welcome to take take yourself an orange or like, you know, like, <laughs> but only take one. <laughs> yeah, she she was getting she was getting those oranges back somehow. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Oh, only the good ones, man. Yeah. The bad people like you and me and shit. We never do anything. Yeah, to the, the crazy girl though. She would she would switch out just from the the slightest sound. What do you mean? Sw- I was watching out? South Park at like in the afternoon on, on, a, on a laptop. So it's mm-hmm. not like it could even be loud. Uh-huh. And she's kicking kicking the walls down, telling me to shut up and be quiet. What? Oh, she's probably doing meditation or some oh, shit. It's just a fucking lunatic. Just a lunatic? That's no, I mean, that's Japan. This country attracts uh, a lot of But wait, she, of she, she wasn't Japanese. No, the one who was stealing was Japanese. The other one was American. She's American? But yeah, like, like a lot of the foreigners that come to this country, they're all weird. A lot of them There's are a pretty lot weird. Of weirdos here. I, I, that's something I would advise the people who come here is be very careful about who you befriend. The guys that seem, or the people that seem the most to no, like normal and together, sometimes are the most fucked up too. Mm. But there's just there's definitely something about this country that attracts. Yeah, the odd, the odd, the odd balls. I've heard it's worse in Thailand. Really? I've yeah. never been to Thailand. You've never been to Thailand? No, I just got back from Taiwan, though, uh, a few yeah, weeks ago. Totally different. Taiwan yeah. is more Taiwan like Chinese is awesome. Oriented. By the way, anyone who's coming to Asia, get your ass to Taipei. Amazing. Best food I've ever eaten in my life. Are you serious? Better oh, than Japan? Man, just, <laughs> Night and day. Japan, shush, shush, man. Whatever. Oh, Ta- no Ta- shit. Taiwan, Taiwanese food is that's the best food I've ever had. It's amazing. Well, let's talk about Taiwan then. What's going on with Taiwan? I'm, wait, wait. I'm, first off, first off, uh, before we even get to Taiwan, how easy or difficult was it to get a guest house? Oh, I think that's that's well. The reason I got that was because I, I my boss, the guy whose restaurant I was running, he he had a lot of property. He owned a lot of share property. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got that. So that was straightforward for me. I right, didn't for have the average, for the average, let's uh, say I think guy. I think that's basically how you're gonna do it. If you come here, probably share house is the easiest way to go. Trying to get an apartment off the bat is 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 very difficult. It took me it took me um, about six weeks before I could finally got somewhere to move into when mm-hmm. I first came here. Jeez, I was on my I was on my friend's couch for six weeks, and that was like trying every day to try and find because I wanted to get my own little apartment. Did you? I would advise against that as well, to be honest. No, I did that for ten years. It's fucking fantastic. Straight away, you didn't. You you when you came here, you got your own apartment first. My story is a little different. Like when I came to Japan, I already had like fifty friends that were Japanese from San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I had I had a lot of friends here. My Tai Chi's the reason how I got my apartment because he's the one that helped me get it. But still, it was it was tough. Like it wasn't easy. Oh, I did a homestay for like maybe 10 months and then oh, yeah. they owned like an apartment like a lot of apartments and shit so they let me stay in one but that apartment was ghetto as fuck and so like me and a girlfriend at the time and shit just decided to get an apartment so fucking I got this apartment and shit we just went to a real estate agency and they back then is before like they used computers you know that's how fucking that's, it was fucking lunat- ludicrous right well they're, so on, they, they're on Windows 95 now in Japan I hear <laughs> <laughs> Some industries. Yeah, I think they're but getting XP in a few years. Maybe. I doubt it's Japan. <laughs> so anyway, they gave us this big book, right? They gave us three books and shit. And like two of the books were like no Jap- no foreigners, right? They have a big stamp on every yeah. single page that just says no foreigners, no foreigners. So we're going through these books looking at all the no foreigners thing. And the guy didn't tell us, right, that the third book was the book that were foreigners were like, welcome. So we went to the third book and shit. And also we started going through there and stuff. And like a lot of, still even in that book, there's still like a lot of like no foreigners stamps. But then we found like the ones that like you could, I could right, live right. in. And then I found one and shit. And then it fucking, yeah, that was it. I just paid all the money and stuff. And I got the place like within about, I think like two weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah it was pretty easy. I, yeah, mean, I mean, you got to find like a real estate agency, like a smaller one or maybe a big one. Well, I don't we know. We just met this, this woman in a bar in Nakano. <laughs> we were getting drunk at a bar and she goes well, you, you want an apartment and we're like yeah she goes I'm an estate agent I can get you one no shit so we kind of went with this with this, this old bird she was training around taking me around apartments you know 
No kidding. That could have been a dangerous situation. Oh, yeah. I know. No, <laughs> I would say for you, like, here, walk into this room. <laughs> Where's she the literally light did. Switch? She goes, I can show you a room right now. And took us from the bar to the, uh, the, uh, the, the building across the street. And showed us an apartment. Jesus. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah, Tai Chi and I and her. This yeah, that's a bad combination. Yeah. I love Tai Chi, though. Good guy. Yeah, he was at my birthday. You weren't. <laughs> You fucker. Yeah, well, that's it. It's sniffle It's sniffle season in Tokyo right now. I'm Wait, still not there? completely, uh, yeah. You hear that? That's, I'm still not completely well. See, when you said oh, sniffle, I thought you meant syphilis. No, sniffle. <laughs> you said, I got the drip. I can't come out. I'm like, oh, oh he's got the drip. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, Simon, don't come out, dude, and uh, uh, keep your dick at home. <laughs> No, no, no. Just a runny nose. <laughs> Just a runny nose. Okay, that's good. That's that's really good. That's reassuring. But, um, so, Taipei. Taipei, mm. how long does it take to get to Taipei from Taipei, Tokyo? Taipei, three like, hours. So, Luke, Luke's band and Trada were playing at a rock festival over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went, so I went out there at the same time. And, uh... Yeah, they played their gig, and uh, I just spent most of my time walking around eating, which is what I do on holidays anyway. But mm-hmm. Taipei, the food is all. I didn't eat in a restaurant once. I only ate the street food there. The street food there, the night markets and everything, it's just fantastic. And uh, the people there are really, really nice. Really? Taiwanese people are awesome. It's really, really friendly people. Everyone speaks English there, they're keen to speak to you. It's just the hustle and bustle, the energy of the city. And uh, it's it's also it's quite relaxed. It's not Taipei is not a big city and it's not a big population. It's like two million. What? It's Only two million? Contrast that to Tokyo, where it's just roadblock, chocker block. There's like two uh, million of, of at just, my station of, right now. Yeah, yeah, of just brain dead zombies walking around this city, and the the Taipei is just the complete opposite. What about the foreigner population? Like in Japan, uh, it's, it's skyrocketing. Like every yeah, fucking I don't know. year. There, there it's was like, an, there was a couple of pubs that I went to and it was obviously like the, the foreigner kind of place. I'd say there was less, but uh, to be honest, I didn't really notice much. Um, there's just less people there in general. Is it cheaper? It's got to be a lot cheaper, it's, right? N- it's not a lot cheaper than Tokyo. It's cheaper. It's mm-hmm. definitely cheaper than Tokyo. Cabs are much cheaper. I only got a cab once, but I seem to remember it being much cheaper. And... Uh, All right, what but, about a pint? How much does a pint well, cost? Well, that, that, yeah, like, not much cheaper. Again, not much cheaper. I was drinking some, you know, like some nice craft IPAs and stuff. Oh, shit. And they were like f- about five pound uh, a pint kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little cheaper than, than Tokyo. Again, mm-hmm. it's cheaper than Tokyo, but it's not. Cheap, cheap. It's not like you know. I'm sure, like whatever, whatever you pay for stuff in Thailand or like Vietnam or somewhere like that. Have you been to Vietnam? I've been there. I've been to uh, Ho Chi Minh for one day. Wait, one day? What happened? I was. was, uh, You gotta get the fuck out of here. Our flights were messed up, so I kind of I got a free day in in um, Ho Chi Minh. How'd you like it? That's all right. The the guy who I was walking around with from the plane got got his wallet pickpocketed though which kind of put a dampener on things well that's East Asia dude once yeah. you leave Japan that happens yeah that, well that's it because he lived in Japan as well and I thought I think <laughs> he was just like yeah looks down bam gone oh that's yeah, right out of his bum bag but, all right, all right, or fanny talk. bag what you Americans call it a fanny pack he was wearing a fanny pack well fuck that guy <laughs> we call it a bum bag in England a bum bag fanny pack dude that shit is so fucking stupid that's like saying that's like putting a target on your head dude yeah. like I've got money and it's right here next to my balls. Oh yeah. I dare you to touch both. Yeah. Now, but all right, so you went to fucking you've never been to Thailand. Dude, you got to go to no. Thailand. All right, Thailand, all right. Thailand, there's so many foreigners there, which is a good thing and a bad thing, but I mean, everybody there is like cool with you because they know you're a foreigner, you're visiting, you're going to be off in like maybe a week or so, so everybody's cool. They want you to buy their shit and stuff. But the food isn't amazing. Oh, God, the food. It's hard to find bad food in Thailand. Yeah. And then again, I love Thai food, so I'm kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. on that. But the thing is, like, Thailand was great, dude. It's so good. You where did go... you go in Thailand? Oh, when or where? Where? Oh, dude, ba- I got a lot of friends in Bangkok. Well, so okay. I was just in Bangkok the whole time. I didn't go. To... But I'm not a beach person. I don't like the beach. Like, the dead milkman, I don't want to go to the beach, dude. The, the, the beach, The sand... dead milkman? What? Haven't you heard that song? I don't want to go to the beach. Very famous. Okay. Right. All right. Punk rock. Okay. You're not really a punk rocker, huh? Oh, yeah. I listen, listen to punk. No, back in the... But anyway, Dead Milkman. I don't want to go to the beach. I don't want to go to the beach. I don't like sand. I, right, 
in, in five, four or five years, I went to the beach once. And that was actually this year with a friend of mine that was visiting from uh, San Francisco and shit. Him and my uh, wife went there. It was a good time, you know? It was all right. We couldn't go to many of the bars. A lot of the bars we couldn't go to because he had tattoos, and I got tattoos. But, I mean, he's, like, covered with tattoos. So we walk into a bar, they're like, ah, you got to leave. You got tattoos, which kind of sucked. But uh, we found a couple of good bars. But Thailand, I'm not really a beach person. Mm -hmm. So I'm a city person. You like the country. We are just talking about that before the podcast. But I want to live in the country. Tokyo's done it. I'm, I'm burnt out. In the city, I've, I'm from London, so that's a big city. I've come to Tokyo, which is clearly the clearly the biggest. The city of all cities. It's the city of all cities, and I'm kind of yeah. I was in right, New York. I'm done. I was in New York this year, and Tokyo puts New York to shame. It really does. In what way? In every you mean, way. Like the, the size is that what you're talking about? All right, in the size, yes, because I mean Tokyo is like bigger than Los Angeles, I think, so right? It's just enormous, especially like if you take into like if you're coming out from Saitama all the way to Kanagawa, that is one concrete block. Yeah, it's huge. It's yeah, just, it's a concrete the, the, jungle. The size is just it, you can't even imagine it until you've been here. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to. Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. It's, it's ludicrous, and but I'm a city guy. I love cities. I live in cities. You know, I'm not really a country guy. My, in my family, my mom's side, in my dad's side, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of people that like to, you know, Buy a house in the country, you know, they got like a farm, they got dogs and cats and shit yeah. like that. Oh, dude, you broke your glass, No, no, dude. no, it's just condensation. Condensation? Oh, good. good. You broke your Maker's Mark glass. No, no, it's not broken. That's a coaster. Oh, that's a coaster. Yeah. Oh, that's it's like the, the red wax deal, right? So it's like a Maker's Mark glass with like the, the wax in the bottom, but yeah. the wax comes off the bottom. It's a coaster. It's a coaster. Well, nice. that's nice. Courtesy of Hub last night. Ah, oh, marvelous. I want it. So, but, all right. You're leaving Japan. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna just like disappear like a ghost. Yeah. And then you're gonna go to London. What are you gonna do there, man? But London, wrap things up within a year, and then uh, I'll be out of London as well. All right. And wrapping things up, you're gonna go to school. Uh, yeah. Get sort out my driver's license, and then uh, setting up, and I'll be gone. And then you're by gone. You're not gonna like put a gun in your mouth or anything. You're not gonna swallow a letter mm. or anything, right? You're like, that's it. I've done it all. <laughs> Only if the country living fails. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I want to go back and start, like, go, go back to cooking, start my own business. I want to set up a little barbecue place. What kind uh, of a barbecue uh, place? Uh, probably be Central Texas style. Which is Central Texas? Have you been to Texas? No. Well, you got to go to Texas but, before you start a Texas restaurant. But uh, I, I, I know what I'm doing. That's good. I mean, but then when you get, it comes to barbecue, you get a. I'm, I'm sure you do, man. Your food is fucking amazing. But the thing is, you got to have a little bit of street cred. So you got to yeah, go to Texas. Sure. Go to Texas for oh, a week. Oh no! Weekend. I mean, I'm planning on going to Austin in the next year. Oh, serious? Yeah, yeah. Lock up. Oh, Austin would be good. Dallas is good. Houston is a little underwater, but you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, do that. Get some street cred. Because if you go, then you're like, dude, I just came from Japan. I'm starting a barbecue restaurant. People are like, uh, you mean Kobe beef? And you're no, like, no. I've been I've been smoking briskets and ribs. For for years before I came here, I built a Texas pit in my garden in London. A Texas pit? Well, like a proper big, big pit. Because when you say Texas pit, I'm thinking of those like those trick those girls that like are at truck stops and shit <laughs> that tap their feet and stuff. That I guess really you, it could be any pit, but like yeah, <laughs> breeze blocks, stretch steel, holes big enough for whole pigs and stuff. Awesome, dude. Yeah. That's fantastic. Will you have a sofa there? Because if you got a sofa, I fit on any sofa, dude. I'm not a big guy. Oh, you're always <laughs> welcome, man. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure as well I'm going to be getting that. People are going to be making that call. 
Yeah. Now that I'm back to going back to London, there'll be people here going, "All oh, right, Simon's back in London now." Well, now, London's now one can, thing. Now I can finally go there and listen to some decent drum and bass. Like. Oh, that's true. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, I mean, if you're like living in London, that's one thing. But if you're like, we're in England. Do you want to go northern England towards like Scotland? Or uh, do you I might go not stay in England. Yeah. I might I might move, leave Wales. No, Scotland? I mean, like, the UK. I would leave the UK. Where are you going to live in, outside the UK? I'm not sure. Because, yet. I mean, like, England is outside the European Union. Now it's, like, ten times harder. Uh, I don't think I'll worry about that too much. Really? Yeah, Do you I know which that, country? I think that's a bit overblown, to be honest. Really, is it? Yeah, I don't think it'd be much of a problem. Really? No. We're about Germany? Dude, Germany's fucking hot right Germany, now. Germany's cool. Germany like is Germany. fucking sweet. Germany's great. Or are you going to go north? Finland, Sweden? No, I, I don't want to go too cold. Too cold? Estonia? No, that's pretty cold, too. No, it would be south. Latvia? <laughs> Lithuania? <laughs> How south are you going, man? Are you going southeast? <laughs> south of France could be, maybe. South of France would be yeah, fucking sweet. Nice. You can buy cheap land there. Awesome, man. All right, yeah. that's cool, dude. Well, fucking, dude, Simon, thank you for being on the show, oh, man. No worries, man. Is there anything else you want to say about, like, Japan or your experiences here um, and shit? D- d- definitely. I-, I hope I haven't been too negative about it. As-, as I said, I was a bit concerned about you. I'm leaving, which obviously means I don't want to be here. But uh, <laughs> maybe I can give... Maybe I, what I've what I've said can prepare some people, I guess, a little but, bit. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, I mean, that's, like, an interesting perspective. Had, by the way, I've had a, I've had a great, a fantastic time. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some of your girlfriends, dude. I'm sure you did have a fucking fantastic time. I'm like, how is this guy with that girl and she really likes him and I don't know why. No, yeah. I'm joking. It's, I know it's why. probably just the cooking. <laughs> it's the personality. I've had a great I've had a great time here. So and I dec- definitely recommend it to anyone. Um, but I think um, one last thing that I'll touch upon is is about leaving here. Is I think it's important to recognize when your time here is done because you see a lot. I mean, you 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 you've done this you've done this well. So you're a good example of. But you and I both know there are a lot of people in this city which you just think you shouldn't be here anymore, dude. Oh, the negative guys. Well, I wouldn't even say the negative guys, but when you're when you're still an ALT after ten years and you're still just chasing the endless amounts of tail. In this city, it's like, dude, come on. In 10 years, you know, there's a, there's a saying about foreigners that come to Tokyo. And the, the saying is that you stay the age you were when you came here. Oh, that's true. And you I'm s- always going to be 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in this city, it's very easy to be like that. And I think it's important for people to realize when your time is up here. Because there's a lot of people that don't. I work with some of these people. And I'm like, God damn, you got a wife and kid and you're still doing this job and you're still going out chasing tail. We know people like that. Yeah. We, we know, know we, we both know people like that. that. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, dude, come on, man. Progress, evolve. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I, I guess, you know, like, uh, it's arrested development, right? <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better term, right? Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, I'm really glad that we did this podcast, you know, because, I mean, we, we, we've been doing a format for so long. We're so, you know, we bullshit, we hang out and shit, which is great and stuff. And then we talk about the news. And that's, it's always fun. It's always, like, interesting because we're always, like, you know, hmm. talking about different things we do every week and stuff. But it's interesting to do something different. We talk about somebody that came here, rise to the top, and then decided <laughs> to, you know, like, well, well I'm going to leave on top. Yeah, go out on top, eh? Because I mean, you've you've DJed at every respectable all club. All the big clubs here. I we booked. Um, we you guys bu- went we on bu- tour to Korea and shit. <sighs> Members of Terraforming went and played in Korea. I never got that opportunity. By the way, guys, always check uh, the va- the validity of your passport. Don't turn up to an airport with a, a six month out of date passport. It's not a good look. Yeah, that doesn't look good. Yeah. Huh? But, I mean, you have done almost... Yeah, I played at all the big clubs here. Aggie Ha, Womb, all that stuff. Booked Skynet. We put on... uh, Brought out a few artists. Mm -hmm. uh, Some guy from Russia as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. But, yeah, it's time. It's time. I mean, yeah. So, you're leaving on top and shit. So, Mm -hmm. you're recommending that's the way to do it. Definitely. For sure. And I think uh, there's other people I know uh, 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 have wisely made that same choice as well there other friends of ours you know Jeremy's going to be leaving next year yeah. I, think, I think Luke's on his Luke is leaving well, he, well, he's not going to stay here forever and that's, that's the other thing as well if you're not going to stay somewhere forever then yeah you're not yeah, you, you should definitely be thinking uh, about your exit plan yeah. yeah if you want to stay here forever that's all good and, and, mm-hmm. and, and good luck to you but uh, if you're not 
then yeah, don't don't leave it too long. You know, life is short. Life is short. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. It's five years. I can't believe it's been five years since I came here. Time That's, goes by really fast in oh, Tokyo, man, too. Oh, so quick here. Yeah, mm-hmm. before you know it, it's Hanami again, and then, yeah, the summer's over, and it's... It's winter, it's yeah. old, you're older. And then it's Hanami again, and dum 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 dum. Yeah, it's, it goes quick. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse, and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.